All right, welcome and greetings to you all. My name is Nyla, and thank you again for tuning in. You are listening to Greener Thoughts. It's the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and also other things that you'd like to know. This episode topic is all about the five better alternatives to talc powder. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Greener Thoughts. It could really help someone else, so I think it'd be really beneficial for you to also, you know, just share anything that you've learned. And you can contact Greener Thoughts. I always love your voice messages, so be sure to send them. The info is in the podcast description and every episode show notes. Or you could always send me an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. announcement is where we're going to start off. This is where um, any announcements for the upcoming uh, different podcast episodes um, I'm going to be having, uh, additional information and other types of notes I will bring to you. And so I also want to talk about um, in each announcement uh, the special environmental holidays um, that are taking place throughout the year. And so I started uh, talking about this um, in a previous uh, podcast episode, and so I thought to continue it. And so the first um, holiday is going to uh, talk about uh, Sustainability Day, which is always the fourth Wednesday of October. And so that day is really special because it marks the annual celebration of sustainability in higher education. So the colleges and universities around the globe, um, every October is that special time. And so these colleges and universities can create special events to recognize uh, the achievements that happen to do and challenges that happen to do with uh, sustainability uh, and incorporating those principles of sustainability with everyone who's on campus. So your students and your faculty members, your staff, all of those uh, groups can come together and uh, look back on how sustainability is changing their campus and create events and awareness and tons of additional actions around sustainability and um, really doing well for their communities around their campuses and really, you know, shining light on this every single October. So again, it's the fourth Wednesday of October. It's, it's a sustainability day. And then the uh, next upcoming uh, holiday is International Snow Leopard Day, which I didn't know, uh, you know what day that was. Um, but it's always going to be on October the 23rd. So uh, that day marks the first anniversary of the adoption of the landmark Bishkek Declaration on the conservation of uh, this really big, of course, elusive cat. It's a big cat, the snow leopard. And it was adopted on October 23rd, 2013 at the first global forum on the conservation of the snow leopard in uh, Bishkek. And uh, the range of countries varies. So... Um, Afghanistan, Bhutan, China, India, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, 
uh, Mongolia, also Nepal, um, Pakistan, Russia, Tajikistan, and Uzbekistan. Um, they've also um, created resolved in um, celebrating the 2015 um, year as the International Year of the Snow Leopard. So congrats to all those countries that are uh, celebrating the Snow Leopard. And so um, additionally, there was a special um, organization, an actual trust called the uh, Snow Leopard Trust, and it's based in Washington, so in Washington State in uh, the United States. And it's the, I guess, hub for all things uh, relating to the snow leopard. So um, conducting research, partnering with communities um, that are doing well in protecting uh, snow leopard habitats, that is the place to go. Again, the Snow Leopard Trust. So please visit the uh, website for them, www.snowleopard.org for more information. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. Now, a quick disclaimer. So, this podcast episode is about women, women's health, and lady parts. And if this podcast episode is not being heard by a female's ears, consider sharing this useful podcast episode with them. Listener discretion is advised. Next is the segment in other news, which is a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is that America's biggest trash hauler stops shipping plastic to poor countries. You can find out more about the story on Huffington Post, aka HuffPost, in this environment section. So Waste Management Inc., yep, that's right, the nation's largest trash hauler here in Northern America is no longer, um, or the nation's as in the United States, but over um, Overmore, North America, it's a huge hauler here in North America. Um, Waste Management Inc. is no longer shipping discarded plastic to countries outside of North America. So Greenpeace confirmed this news um, in the recent policy that took place in August 2019. And so several other large uh, trash companies have also taken suit and will also not be exporting their plastics as well. Um, Greenpeace's, Greenpeace USA's uh, Oceans Campaign Director, uh, John uh, Hovar, or Hoxfar, um, H-O-C-E-V-A-R, he said in part, quote, the U.S. is offloading plastic onto countries with poor waste management in hopes of pushing our pollution crisis out of sight. But this only shifts the burden to others that lack the capacity to deal with it, end quote. 
The second headline is that plastic stemmed cotton buds are now illegal in Scotland. You can find out more on treehugger.com. So Rosanna Cunningham, the Environment Secretary for Scotland, is quoted as saying of the news, quote, I am proud that the Scottish government has become the first UK administration to ban plastic stemmed cotton buds. Single-use plastic products are not only wasteful, but generate unnecessary litter that blights our beautiful beaches and green spaces while threatening our wildlife on land and at sea, end quote. The next and last headline is that antibiotic resistance in food animals nearly tripled since 2000. You can find out more about that information and news on ENM, otherwise known as Environmental News Network. So researchers all the way in Zurich, or the ETH Zurich, um, Princeton University, and also the Free University of Brussels, gathered nearly 1,000 publications and also unpublished uh, veterinary reports from around the globe. And they created this huge map of all the places and countries that have had antimicrobial uh, resistance in low and middle income countries all the way since 2000. And then the researchers uh, gathered and found that the information uh, of the livestock that was antibiotic resistant uh, was most widespread in uh, a few different places namely China, India, and also with Brazil and Kenya emerging as really new hotspots for the resistance of bacteria or antibiotics. And um, the black areas um, on their map were the areas that had insufficient data. So if you're interested in reading more of the journal article and research going forward, or if you're into all things big agriculture or antibiotic resistance in animals, um, I will put the link in the show notes for you all so you can see it. So next, um, I'm going to go into our big story, which comes from Mother uh, Nature Network, uh, and it's otherwise known as MNN.com. And so the reason for this uh, podcast uh, episode is because um, talc powder happens to relate to babies and it being um, talc being an, an ingredient in some of the harmful um, products that concern babies. And because August, September, and October are some of the most top months for births uh, ever, I figured to talk about this now. And also, I wanted to talk about this because women, um, us women, we love our beauty products, skin products, makeup, all those things. And so sometimes those products, the conventional ones, they happen to have talc. So I figured why not, you know, talk about some um, ingredients um, that are better for your bodies and for your health and skincare all around, and also uh, talk about some really great products that are alternatives for what you may have been using for uh, yourself in the past. And, um, you know, talcum powder, it, you know, did its job back in the day, but it's super harmful for your body. And um, it it does so many bad things. And it's just a a horrible ingredient. Um, And so there are alternatives that will do just the exact same. Um, but better for you. So they'll also soak up moisture and keep your skin uh, dry. And they'll also uh, deodorize uh, your body too. So I figured to share this information and to get it out there, it's really important. And this will probably be 
in the mainstay of podcast episodes because it's so, so useful. So I entitled this um, piece, Keep Terrible Talc Away with Five Terrific Picks. So I want to go first into recent news about uh, talc powder. So back um, some years back, uh, specifically, there were many uh, different court cases surrounding Johnson & Johnson. I'll just refer to them also as J&J because they're a huge manufacturer of um, talcum powder um, and, and products that happen to deal and have talcum powder in them. And so there was uh, many cases that focused on the connection between uh, baby powder products used for, of course, as ladies, feminine hygiene um, things. And also there was a link between uh, those products in ovarian cancer in women. And so those uh, cases focused on that, but also uh, other uh, court cases, they focused on the presence of asbestos in the powder. Um, and then uh, as a recent, uh, a little bit more recent, there um, was a Reuters investigation report that took place in December 2018, and it revealed that J&J, Johnson & Johnson, knew about the connection between, uh, you know, the uh, horrible products and the impact of talcum powder, and they kept that information from regulators and the public. And also, asbestos is... Of course, naturally occurring, sure, it's a mineral, but it's also a known carcinogen. But yet, this was involved in the making of these products. Now, you may you may be figuring out, you know, or asking yourself, how long did Johnson & Johnson know about this? Well, Reuters, they did their examination of many of the documents involved in the disposition and in the trial uh, testimony involving uh, all those affected. And it showed that at least from uh, 1971, the year, to the early 2000s, uh, the company's raw talc and finished powders um, sometimes tested positive for small amounts of asbestos. And we all know asbestos is harmful. And so even a small amount is very deadly. It doesn't go away. Uh, also, uh, very much more recently, though, um, just in uh, October 2019, there was a, an appeals court um, in Missouri in which it overturned an $110 million verdict. Um, and it took place, um, and it, it said that the uh, in the documents, it was stating that the Missouri court somehow, uh, in the appeals court, it lacked the, the Missouri court. The appeals court is saying of the Missouri court that made the decision that it somehow lacked um, the authority to make such an award to the plaintiff um, who said that the baby powder had led to the use of her uh, baby powder of, you know, from uh, them uh, made her and led to her having ovarian cancer. Now, this is just one of 15,000 cases against the company. So that just proves that this really does matter. You know, those products are seriously harmful. And if not, 15,000 cases wouldn't have been drawn against the company Johnson & Johnson. Now, um, the largest um, case up to that point was all the way back. Um, and it was also against Johnson & Johnson. And that was all the way back in July 2018. And that case uh, produced a record $4.69 billion uh, tact verdict against uh, Johnson Johnson from uh, 
21 plaintiffs and uh, the company is still appealing that. Now, um, Johnson Johnson, you know, they have, you know, plenty of lawyers. They have their own team uh, trying to defend themselves all the time against these different claims and whatnot. But these victims are real. And so they, for themselves, they insist that the correlation between talcum powder and ovarian cancer uh, has not been proven on their end or what they think that the the tie isn't there. But um, they also said the same of asbestos and mesothelioma. So, you know, all the victims that are out there suffering from asbestos and uh, mesothelioma, you know, they are really affected no matter what Johnson Johnson will tell you they're there to make a profit they don't care that uh, you get sick because they're, they're willing to like I said uh, insist that there's no correlation between the two and that's very unfortunate you know there was a another a study that took place also um, and it happened to be the first study really that con- conducted itself um, and it was based on talcum powder um, and the use on female uh, genitalia. And it found actually that 92% uh, of an increased risk was there for ovarian cancer with the women uh, who reported using talc for uh, that purpose. But of course, not all doctors agree on those findings, but that's beside the point. Now I want to get into uh, next the five safe options instead of talc powder for you to use. So everyone in some level of degree, not just women, we use um, different powders. So you could use um, powdered deodorant sometimes, or there's also um, different ingredients that can be substituted for talc and that can be in, in deodorants, um, sometimes body sprays, things like that. Um, but one of the uh, top ingredients is cornstarch. So that's a really safe alternative. That's the first one here. Um, and so cornstarch corn um, has the same consistency as talc powder, so you could definitely switch. Um, and it's also easily accessible in your local grocery store or probably your uh, kitchen cabinet. And it's also uh, really great at doing the same exact good job um, as many different types of powders in that it soaks up wetness and unwanted moisture and also sweat. And then number two, uh, is uh, arrowroot and arrowroot starch or tapioca starch. And it's also uh, derived from several tropical South American plants. And it's also used to be a deodorant uh, of the natural variety. So you'll find it in tons of amazing natural and organic uh, deodorized products like for deodorant. So Schmidt's uh, natural deodorant, also uh, Primal Pit Paste, are really great great uh, products and um, I actually talked about primal pit paste um, in a previous podcast episode not too long back and I talked about it in the eco company spotlight segment I have and so I'll get to talking about it a little bit more um, in the mother earth minute so you can check that out later on for more then the third um, number um, really great uh, product um, I think is really great as far as an alternative and safe option um, instead of talc powder is baking soda. Now baking soda is also used as a deodorant. Some people use it plain um, and nothing else and it's also good um, for you to freshen up the air around your space 
um, and also your fridge. So that's great as well. Number four is oat uh, flour. So oat flour is a bit thicker um, than regular baking soda, cornstarch, or even arrowroot starch. So if you want that um, really good, um, you know, feel and you want something that's a little bit thicker because you maybe have um, a little bit sweatier pits or you have a certain condition that definitely affects how much you sweat or how often, then, then I suggest um, oat flour for you. And then number five, um, some really great um, baby powder alternatives that are on the, ma the market uh, now. Um, one of them is uh, Burt's Bees Baby Dusting Powder. And then another is Honeybee Gardens uh, Deodorant Powder. And then uh, last but not least is Nature's Baby Dusting Powder in the fragrance-free variety. So concerning talc powder, like we all know that it's bad for you, but you know, what next, what next do we do? So there's plenty of things I think we can do, but also we have to um, remember the origins of where these things came from. So I want to talk about the sin of beauty in early industrialized America. So back when uh, beauty products were the highlight of a woman's, woman's day or a highlight of uh, what they would shop for. They would use products that were chemically laden or chemically laden with uh, all types of ingredients, not really tested uh, and say for the average public. Um, these uh, chemicals were in abundance and they were used to be a part of women's uh, beauty and skin regimens. So these are the women who are now um, in their, you know, 60s to 80s right now. And so this news is kind of for them because this is the population of women who used to use and still use to some degree powders. So baby powders, blushes, um, different types of sprays or um, anything that happens to do with a powder. Um, this is the product that matters and should matter to them. I know firsthand my grandma um, still has baby powder and uses it. And also there's perfume powders, which I didn't know was a thing, but they would use those powders. My grandma's in her late 80s now. So she would use um, powders to, you know, freshen up with and they're, you know, still in use um, by her, probably not to some, you know, larger degree because it's not like I've asked her, but uh, it's been in her bathroom. So that is... Um, a really, you know, bad, you know, side effect because of the beauty standards that were instilled long, long ago. Like my mom, my grandma's, you know, generation that is, you know, a long time ago, those, those years back that they were born. And so, you know, that's, it's sad to say, but it's like real, you know, that's the 1930s women for you, the ones who were always made up, made up and, and had lipstick that happened to have lead in them. That's the type of beauty standards we were talking about in that in that time, in that era. Um, and so, you know, your grandmas and your great grandmas probably aren't immune um, because of the products that they've been having to use or did, you know, find us options to use all that time. So I think right now it's, it's hard to sort of rip the products from their hands, but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It's just you have to let them know and maybe buy your grandma a really special pack 
um, of beauty products that happen to be from, um, you know, Burt's Bees or from, you know, Tarte or, or from somewhere else, Shea Moisture, wherever um, great eco brand is out there and that you trust. You know, Origins, for example, there's just so many brands out there. Um, and so, you know, this information is definitely for them. So, you know, those women in, in, in that time, they took pride in their looks. Their looks were everything to some degree. You know, that's how you found, you know, a man. That's how you uh, demonstrated that you took care of yourself as a woman in that way. I mean, now today, there's many more ways to demonstrate that. But at the same time, you know, looking back, you know, the older women then, they were born in the 1920s and 1930s and 1940s. And those women now today are in their 90s, are in their 80s and in their 70s. So if you're looking at your grandma and she's using powdered products, you know, take it out of her hand and gift her something for the holiday season, something that she'll use that happens to be a better, more eco-friendly replacement to what she's already been using. You know, cancer is no joke. And as we've heard today, the, some of the uh, highlights and the stories of these women who have suffered for, from ovarian cancer and sometime, sometimes uh, mesothelioma from the asbestos, um, that's, you know, very serious. Either, you know, there are still the commercials that occur during, um, you know, early morning and morning and sometimes prime time. Um, of uh, those who are affected in the Navy yards, in the military yards, in uh, buildings made before, you know, 19, you know, 60, before 1970. And these are marketed towards those who happen to be um, aged up. So they're, so they're in their 70s, their 80s, their 90s, who I'm talking about. And so they wouldn't be marketing those commercials and, and, and soliciting uh, them seeing a lawyer if... Uh, and and having those cases be surrounded around and related to mesothelioma cases and lead uh, uh, related cases and uh, talcum powder related cases if it didn't affect those uh, those groups of people those uh, elderly uh, populations of people that they're marketing it to so this is very serious um, I want to talk about next some of the deodorants that I personally use and love. Um, one of them is Schmidt's, their uh, charcoal and magnesium deodorant. It is perfect, and I love it because of the simple ingredients. It works nonetheless like anything else I basically ever tried. Um, I love, love, love it. Like, truly, um, it doesn't leave a crazy odor, you know, and you can use it, and it just satisfies, and it does the job. Um, it doesn't leave any grittiness. It, you know, warms to your skin, um, it has, you know, easy to read ingredients like, like I mentioned earlier, um, arrowroot powder, it has a uh, baking soda, it has coconut oil, shea butter, um, it has fraction coconut oil, it has jojoba oil, uh, candela wax, it has uh, natural fragrance, it has all types of really great things. Um, and has just so much stuff, activated charcoal, vitamin E, sunflower oil, just every type of good ingredient for your uh, pits, it has. And so it's lovely, um, great price point, you know, under uh, $10 or so, depending on where you probably get it. Um, but in the past, I used Primal uh, Pit Paste, which I, I do love them too. They're good. Their jars, I do miss and love, though I wish that they had the metal um, tops to their uh, jars because I just love using reusable packaging. 
Um, and also uh, in the past, I also used Tums of Maine, their apricot uh, scent, but I did not like that. It just didn't uh, sit well after a few hours or, or in a, in a, after a day, it just didn't like sit well, like no matter what happened and it just wasn't for me. Um, in the future, I will definitely continue using Schmidt's um, charcoal and magnesium. I do uh, want maybe for the future for it to be in reusable packaging, so a tin um, lid and a glass jar. They have the, the different types of jars and everything on their site, but I do wish that the lid was totally recyclable. Um, but also in the future, I'll probably experiment with um, different sellers from Etsy and how they um, create uh, reusable um, tin tops and glass jars uh, and have that in conjunction with awesome deodorant that is, of course, natural and organic. Um, and by the way, Schmidt's, uh, their deodorant is award-winning and is definitely trusted. All types of great reviews um, on their products. So all in all, a solution definitely uh, for you using um, alternatives for talc uh, powder would be to buy, of course, alternative baby powders and deodorants, all the smell good stuff. And if they still make uh, fragrance or perfume powders, I would definitely invest in some of those. Um, some key takeaways, I think, overall are that you can definitely make your own uh, natural baby powder or deodorant or smell good, and you can do so easily. And it's just like you can do, you know, so much with anything by research and experimentation. So, you know, you can support um, even, you know, your local small businesses on Etsy or the like, and you can get your own jars or, you know, metal lids on there or even support uh, small businesses on there just by themselves. And you can also support maybe a friend who's creating their own beauty brand who maybe would benefit from um, your support. And then also, you know, being able to take your money out of Johnson & Johnson's hands is a, you know, big thing. If you can do so in the beauty category because they own so much of all things beauty, then that is definitely something to do. And so, you know, take care of your health because they don't care about your health. They're more, they're worth more than, you know, a lot of things. They're worth more than, uh, $360 billion. They, they're worth that much. And so that fluctuates a little bit, but that's how much they're worth now. So, you know, think about that. They don't care about your health and they're only there for profit. And as you can see from all the news and the court cases, they're even pressed to, you know, pay out what these uh, victims are worth in, in, in their cases um, and, the, and the amount that they've suffered. So um, think about that next time you're thinking about buying something from Johnson & Johnson. All right, so the Mother Earth Minutes is the time where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can, of course, take to combat the issue in the episode and also save Mother Earth. So the uh, message for this Mother Earth Minutes is that you can uh, just know and beware that talc is poisonous. Yes, talc is poisonous several different ways. It's poisonous, poisonous if it's inhaled or even if it's swallowed. So the first tip I have for you is to buy awesome alternatives to talc powders um, and products and the deodorants that happen to have talc in them. And so, you know, those ingredients, talc and, and all types of other ones that you can't pronounce and everything are bad for your health. 
So what I did is I compiled one of the biggest lists from all around different parts and other lists that were around and I created this master list for you. So I hope that you come back to this and share this. And so I have for you a ton of different deodorants specifically, about 26 uh, different deodorants that are natural and organic and that you can trust. And so I wanna start with the first one. So this is all in no particular order. The first is the 24-hour deodorant from Nubian Heritage. You can check out their products on uh, NubianHeritage.com. The second deodorant is the Corpus Third Rose Deodorant from Violet Gray. That's uh, where you can check out their, their deodorants at VioletGray.com. Gray like um, the different type of gray, G-R-E-Y. Then the third is Coconut Original a Deodorant from Kopari. Uh, you can find out more of their uh, products on uh, koparibeauty.com. That's K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com. Number four is Schmidt's. It's my favorite. They're uh, Schmidt's Natural Deodorant for Sensitive Skin. Also, they have that variety. And they also have it in unisex uh, uh, smells and their scents there. And again, it's from Schmitz. Um, and you can check out more on their website, schmitz.com. S-C-H-M-I-D-T-S.com. And then the fifth is Hoppin' Fresh Deodorant from Ursa Major. You can find out more at ursamajorvt.com. U-R-S-A-M-A-J-O-R-V-T.com. Number six is AER Deodorant from Vapor. And you can ch- check out their website, VaporBeauty.com. That's V A P O U R Beauty. Number seven is the deodorant from um, Native, um, the brand. And so they have women's, men's, and teen deodorant. And they have the classic scents, they have seasonal ones, and different packs that you can have uh, from Native. And you can check them out at Native Cause. That's N-A-T-I-V-E-C-O-S.com. Number eight is the natural deodorant from Piper Y. That's P-I-P-E-R-W-A-I.com. Number nine is uh, the variety of deodorant for men. So they have the natural deodorant from Sam's Natural. You can check out their website, samsnatural.com. Number 10 is the baking soda uh, free deodorant uh, cream from Meow Meow Tweet. It's so cute. And their website is meowmeowtweet.com. Number 11 is the sensitive skin deodorant cream from Soapwalla. Soapwalla is S-O-A-P, like soap, and then Walla, W-A-L-L-A.com. Number 12 is the natural deodorant jars and sticks from none other than Primal Pit Paste. You can find out their uh, product lines on PrimalPitPaste.com. Number 13 is organic green retiever deodorant balm from Little or Lil Fox, that's L-I-L-F-O-X dot Miami. Number 14 is Agent uh, Nature uh, deodorant 
uh, Holly Rose from uh, number uh, Shiva Rose. And you can check out their products on uh, ShivaRose.com. Number 15 is deodorant cream from Osmia. You can find out their products on Osmia Organics, O-S-M-I-A Organics.com. Number 16 is organic deodorant from Herba Viva. So you can go to E-R-B-A-V-I-V-A.com, Herba Viva. Number 17 is the cream deodorant from Captain Blankenship. You can go to Captain Blanket Blanket uh, Ship, uh, dot com. And uh, number 18 is Unisex. Uh, number five deodorant from Agent Natur. You can go to uh, agentnatur.com. Agent and then N-A-T-E-U-R.com. And then number 19 uh, is the certified organic deodorant from EO. Um, and then their website is eoproducts.com. That's the letter E and then O and then products. Number 20 is the all natural deodorant from Spirit Nest. You can check out spiritnest.com. Number 21 is Organic uh, 101, their deodorant from Organic 101. You can check out their website, organic101.com. Currently, as of this uh, podcast episode, they are uh, sold out. So you really know it's good. So I I would uh, suggest that you check back later for more. Um, number 22 is Botnik Natural Deodorant for Men from Botnik. You can go to their site, uh, live or live um, Botnik, uh, L-I-V-E, Botnik, B-O-T-A-N-I-K.com. Number 23 is Organic Unscented a Unisex Deodorant from Sky Organics. You can check out their website, skyorganics.com. Number 24 is the Roll-On Natural Deodorant from Real Purity. And their website is Real Purity. And number 25 is Mineral Deodorant. The spray they have, they have the Roll-On varieties, and they also have the stick. And it's from Crystal. You can go to their website for more. Thecrystal.com. It's Crystal with a C. And then last but not least, number 26 is clay dry deodorant from Adama Naturals. You can go to adamanaturals.com. That's A-D-A-M-A naturals.com. So for number two, as far as my tips, is to shop again only um, or at least try to do so from smaller shops and businesses like those of Etsy and on smaller uh, platforms. So uh, you can, you know, uh, benefit uh, those who happen to be making those uh, deodorants and powders and fragrances in smaller batches on a smaller scale. Um, and you can also, of course, shop online um, and invest in creating re- a recipe all your own for your deodorants and to make it custom to you. Uh, like I said, I will be um, also shopping at least for some Etsy deodorants too because there's a few I have my eye on. Um, and they have the great reusable packaging, the tin and metal lids, and the glass jars, which I love. And then my third and last tip for you is to check out my previous podcast episodes. And they're also relating to uh, the certain uh, eco companies, spotlight uh, companies, and the segments that I do. Um, and so three of them are really important. I want you to check out. 
And one of them is a Nubian Heritage, which I talked about in my Eco Company Spotlight back in uh, February, on February 28th, 2019. And you can check out the uh, podcast episode entitled Pesticides Lowered After Organic Diet. The next is Rapport Beauty. And I talked about them in my Eco Company Spotlight segment as well on uh, the episode, the podcast episode, July 14th, 2019. And that uh, podcast episode is entitled How Hurricanes Are Named Plus a Bonus Prize Giveaway. But that giveaway has since closed. And then last but not least, uh, Primal Paste. I talked about them also in my special Eco Company Spotlight segment. And th- I did their that um, podcast episode back um, on September 8th, 2019. And that was entitled The Painstaking Cleanup of Plastic Food Packaging. So be sure to check the show notes where I will leave all the uh, podcast episode links for all of those. fact of the day is that to make air pollution appear less deadly, the EPA plans to alter the way it calculates health risks from the fine particulate matter released from coal-fired power plants. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra Magazine in a September-October 2019 issue. Green Adults wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. You work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company. Either way, let Green Adults know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenadoptpodcast at gmail.com So we've come to the really great Eco Company Spotlight segment, which is what I love. Of course, reviewing all types of environmentally related products or services. I've been doing so for a while now, since February 2019. And so if you have a uh, product or service that you want me to, of course, review, let me know by emailing me or sending me a voice message. So to introduce you to uh, the one I have for you now, it is called Schmitz, which I've talked about a little bit earlier in the episode. So if you know about this company, be sure to let me know. So Schmitz started in Portland, Oregon in 2010, when during the maker movement, uh, Jamie Schmidt developed a formula that filled a void in the marketplace, a plant-based natural deodorant that helped keep her family fresh and smell amazing. Skip ahead all the way to 2015, Schmidt's viral success caught the attention of entrepreneur Michael Camerata, and together the unlikely power duo built Schmidt's into a natural products empire. Today, Schmidt's plant and mineral-based personal care products are available all around the world. So they have quite a commitment to sustainability, 
And so Schmidt is committed to is committed to staying a certified vegan, and they also are leaping bunny cruelty free. Schmidt's products are always free of aluminum, uh, propylene glycol, PEG, uh, parabens, uh, phthalates, uh, phthalates, uh, artificial fragrance, artificial flavor, artificial colorants, and also artificial sweeteners. And uh, next, I want to talk about their amazing recycling uh, club program. So with that, you can recycle uh, five of their containers and get one free. And it's just that easy. So you can empty out, you know, five of uh, their sustainable glass jars, for example, and they'll set you up uh, with a freebie. So their offer is currently only valid within the United States. Um, and it's, it's start, you can start by saving your uh, jar lids and recycle the glass container according to um, your local um, uh, recycling uh, program's guidelines, of course. And so you can fill out their uh, form on their site, really, uh, for more. And I'll link that also in the uh, show notes for you all. But uh, side note, their BPA-free stick applicators are not eligible. So please, of course, recycle uh, those according to your local recycling program's guidelines. And um, for uh, the information for the submission form, it is, of course, for for customers that, um, you know, have um, U.S. shipping addresses only. And the offer may be redeemed up to two times per customer in a 12-month period. And to redeem the offer, customers must uh, return five lids from glass jars of Schmidt's deodorant purchased online or from a Schmidt's uh, retailer and uh, shipped, uh, and also have to ship uh, using the return label provided. And uh, Schmidt's deodorant reserves the right to end the promotion at any time, and the terms are subject to change. Now, uh, Schmidt's uh, deodorant products are great because they have tons of different scents that you may like. They have the charcoal and magnesium. They have their rose and vanilla, bergamot and lime, lavender and sage, uh, cedarwood and juniper. They have waves, they have moonflower, they have water and wood. They also have lily of the valley, they have ylang lang, they have uh, lang ylang, and they also have um, that combined with uh, calendula. They also have their fragrance free varieties and their signature scent packs and also their bundle packs as well. They also have their products in a sensitive stick and also the jar formulations. Now to contact Schmitz, all you have to do is call them at their number 855-866-9748 or you can email them at hello Schmitz or at hello um, at uh, schmitz.com. Now, my experience of Schmitz has been a great one because I fell in love, again, with their uh, charcoal and magnesium deodorant stick. Again, I got it for a little bit less than $10, and I bought it recently, um, early October 2019, um, at my local CVS pharmacy. And so for me, it smells amazing, and I love you know charcoal, not necessarily for toothpaste anymore because it's a little bit rough, but um, I, I know that it works for you as often as you do. 
So, you know, no matter the circumstance, it will help you stay dry, work hard, smell great, and it has good for you ingredients that you can trust. Schmidt's products can be found online at their site, Schmidt's, that's C, that's S-C-H-M-I-D-T-S dot com forward slash store dash locator. They're also available on Amazon.com, CVS Pharmacy, eBay.com, Lucky Vitamin, Target.com, Urban Outfitters, also uh, Walgreens, and also Walmart, among other stores online and in stores across the country and world where available. Schmidt is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at Schmidt's Naturals. They're also on uh, Instagram at Schmidt Polska. They're on LinkedIn at Schmidt's Naturals. And they're also on Pinterest at uh, Schmidt's Nat- Naturals. And they're on Twitter at Schmidt's Naturals. And they're also on YouTube at Schmidt's. Now, last thing for you is to contact Schmidt's. You can go to their site again at Schmidt's S C H M I D T S dot com forward slash contact directly, or you could contact them by going to contact us uh, under contact at the bottom of their webpage to click on their message form. So, thank you for tuning in again to this wonderful episode I think is really going to be helpful for all those especially who want to switch over to the wonderful eco-friendly deodorants and powders and smell goods of the world. Um, I talked about you know only a sample list because there are probably hundreds if not thousands of companies but for these I think these are mainstays that you can all love and enjoy. If you by chance want to support Greener Thoughts let me know and of course, listen into the special um, portion I have and I talk about in every uh, podcast episode where you can learn how to support Greener Thoughts if you so choose. But I implore you to go ahead and share this podcast episode with your um, family members who love powders or have deodorants that are made with conventional ingredients and uh, other ingredients that are probably, probably, you know, more so damaging them in the long run than they know. And also, um, make sure to check back to this podcast episode, especially in the late spring and summer where things get really hot and you can definitely invest in some of these deodorants for some time. So thank you again, all in all, for listening in. And I hope that you uh, listen to my podcast episode Uh, next time coming up soon. But until then, again, thanks and you all take care. Bye.